This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Eddie, I see the thumbs up. Relax. We'll start the podcast now. Here we go. Coming down in three, two, one. Hey, what's up, Al? How you oh, doing? Oh, hi, Jerry. <laughs> what's going on, man? I was woken up this morning at uh, 1.20 a.m. by a, a couple fighting outside. Oh, I thought they were going to be frolicking or having sex. No, they were ju- they were fighting. in a screaming match. Really? Yeah. I, I couldn't figure out what it was about. But they Our were relationships just, joyful. Oh, it seems wonderful on a Sunday, you oh. know, Monday morning at one twenty a.m. Screaming, screaming at each other, and then I heard they got in the car, and then the guy <clears throat> peeled out, pissed off, then went flying down the road. Yeah, that sounds awful. Could yeah. you make out anything of what they were saying? No, yeah, I mean it was clear. I don't remember now. You know, okay. was, I was like, Is this couple really waking me up. Yes, yes, at, they are one twenty. That sucks. Yeah, that sucked. And I think what happened was, you know, this weekend in Asbury Park was the See Here Now Music Festival. Yep. It's like a two-day event that they do on the beach in Asbury Park. Now, I'm I'm two towns over from Asbury. Well, I, I'm I'm in Bradley. I'm not towards the end of Bradley. Mm-hmm. So then there's Ocean Grove, then Asbury. So the first night on Saturday night, the Killers were playing. And I could hear every song that is amazing. In my house. I was wow. watching Gina and I were watching TV. That's crazy. And I put on pause and I was like, oh, that's when you were young. That's think about a- how far you are. Think yes. about if you're there in the crowd, how loud that is. Right. And I just thought, well, that was amazing. And then I was like, oh, man, no, Foo Fighters are playing Sunday night. I did not hear a sound. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And and I guess it's all in in the atmosphere, right? Where the way the radio, the the sound waves bounce. Yeah, I guess off the water and off yeah. the atmosphere and the versus humidity, and it was just weird that I was expecting to uh, have to be uh, up late listening to the Foo Fighters. That would have been great if you invited your friends over. <laughs> hey, we're gonna Foo Fight. I promise you're gonna hear this. Oh, you're gonna right? love it. Last night the Killers, and you're sitting there. Where is it, Al? Nothing. <laughs> So I think My maybe bad. maybe this couple that was fighting, maybe they came from there. Maybe she invited him over to listen to the Foo Fighters, and she couldn't hear it. Yeah, he said, I can't hear it. <laughs> the damn Yeah, that Foo sounds Fighters. terrible. Sorry to hear that. No, also, it was also weird. You know, it's one of these uh, festivals where they have, like, a bunch of bands, and, and most of them you've never heard of. Yeah. But they had, like, Weezer was playing. I did and, see that. Strangely, they had Sheryl Crow in the list of, like, people you never heard of. Really? Yeah, it was weird. And she played at 5 o'clock. I would think she'd still headline. Me too. Cheryl Crow, for our age, yes. still has that one album that she could go cover to cover, and we'd know every song. Tuesday Night Music Club. That's nuts. Which, by the way, turned 30 this year. 30th anniversary. You know, it's funny you say that, because I remember when I went to see Live and Bush at the Art Center, and Live was the headliner. And it was the 30th anniversary of Throwing Copper, was right? That was the name of that album? Yes. And I remember thinking, they're the headliner. And then they played the song, a, good, you know, a lot of good songs, so, you know, fine. I had a good time. It was great. But, like, to me, Sheryl Crow had that. Alanis Morissette had that. Yes. Like, a lot of bands and acts back then, no doubt, had that with their one album. Like, they could all go out and headline, I would think, to our age. Well, that's what I don't understand. Alanis Morissette played the Prudential Center. Did she really? Yeah. Wow. But Cheryl Crow's playing the five o'clock side I, I, stage. Are you sure it was Cheryl Crow yeah. and not Cheryl Crow's? <laughs> no, no, it was Cheryl Crow. That doesn't. But maybe make sense. that's what she wants now. I don't know. Why? I don't know. I'm. I'm just. I, I'm. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. That yeah. is bizarre. Not only is it does she have that one album which was solid, Jerry Tuesday Night Music Club, but then she had that other album had "If It Makes You Happy," "Soak Up the Sun." Oh yeah, no, she, she had a bunch of other hits after that. She could, album. She could probably do fifteen songs that we know. Yes, which to me that's a headliner. 
Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's, that is bizarre. Yeah, very strange. I would have gone to that if I would have known. Well, if I was around. Well, I, uh, I went walking around down there. Gina and I took a walk down there just to, like, soak up the atmosphere without actually having to wait in line to get in. And, sure. And uh, so it was kind of cool seeing all that stuff. But I, I, want, I want no part of that. I also feel like that people that go to festival shows like that, I don't think they really enjoy it. But They're just they... going to party and smoke. Yes. Yeah, I know. Correct. Get drunk, smoke. Uh-huh. I think smoke. I'm not even sure people go and get drunk anymore. I just... Yeah. Because I think people go, oh, if I go and buy alcohol there, it's going to cost me twenty dollars for a can of beer. Bathroom every yeah, you got to go to the bathroom. If I could just smoke weed, I bring it in myself and whatever. Yeah, it's just an excuse to go smoke weed. Like we went to the Rutgers game Saturday, and as soon as my show was over at three, I joined up with Kim and my friends, and I had one beer, and I'm like, this is it though. Right. Like, I am not going to sit there and have more than one. A, I'm driving, but I knew I had four hours, though, because college football games take forever. I said, but if I have more than one, I'm going to be up three times. So I didn't. I had the one. I had a bottle of water, and that was it. Yeah. And a nice cheesesteak from Jersey Mike's. Right. See, that's the thing. I guess that's why people smoke weed at concerts instead. Uh, makes sense. You get the buzz without having to pee. And now for New Year's Eve, people just smoke weed. Smoking weed. No more diapers. Right. Right. You just go to Times Square. You don't have anything to drink for like a day before. And then you just smoke your weed. Like a dehydrated and high. Yep. Well, that'd be a good band name. Dehydrated and high. Live. Or high and dehydrated. They'll be playing <laughs> after Cheryl Crow. <laughs> right. Cheryl Crow's going to open five. them. They're at 630. They're going to open for them. <laughs> uh, now, you said you had an alien oh, story for me. So we get home me. Saturday night from the Rutgers game at about... For one, it took forever to get out of the parking lot. So this that's scares a me, Jerry. For you, leave early because I'm going to the Rutgers uh, Michigan State game, and yeah. you're scaring me, telling me you just slipped also in there in that last segment. You go, uh, call, I, you had one beer because you know college football games take forever. Yeah, four went, hours. Oh, oh, college football games are long. Why? A um, lot more stoppages with the clock. Halftime is 25 minutes and not 12 like the NFL. It just it they take long. Oh, yeah, like a three yeah, thirty yeah. game ended at that game kicked off at three thirty four. I want to say that game ended at seven oh six, so three and a half hours. And that was probably a fast game. So be ready that hmm. you're going to be there a while. Great. Um, but it took us over an hour to get out of the parking lot, so we didn't get home until seven, eight, almost nine, quarter to nine, something like that. As soon as we get out of the car, Kim looks up and goes, "What the hell is that?" I'm like, oh, I'm sure they're aliens, hon. Relax. I'm sure it's something. And what she saw was this huge strand of lights. It was probably, I took a picture of it, and I was going to post it, but then I'm like, eh, I'm good. It was like 12 to 14 lights that looked like they were on a string, but in the sky, moving, like floating. Joseph got freaked out. I'm like, dude, relax. I'm sure there's an answer for this. I'm like, and if not, maybe everybody's right, and there's a UFO that's got alien life forms on it. I don't know. And then what really freaked her out was, as it was starting to get above us, one light at a time went out, and it was gone. And she, like, I could see in her face, she was a little, I said, can I ask you something? What do you think that is? She goes, I don't know. I'm like, honey, it's probably a drones or some guy, maybe a prop plane pulling something. Next morning we wake up and find out, drone show in new york city and all these things were all over the place so i was like ah you know what so i couldn't wait for her to wake up i'm like because she was really freaked out by it i'm like i sent her the the article i'm like here's what it was it was a drone show well that's interesting because that was actually on news 12 was it that about these mysterious lights in the sky they did never mention the drone yeah if it was a new it was a new york city drone show where there were all these crazy uh, types of lights in the air flying around that looked freaky. And well, they got to give us some warning about that. I agree. I completely agree. I don't want to feel like I'm getting invaded by aliens. Just a bunch of drones. But I did take a picture of it um, before they disappeared. Yeah, before you knew they were drones. Yes, which is it comes right up. Drone show, New York City, 2023. Stunning drone light shows is what that's called. Hmm. Yeah. Did so, they say people were reporting uh, space aliens? 1,000 drones to light up New York City's skyline to advocate plant-based diets. Oh. So what? they call it drone art. And drone I will art. say, that's what it looked like. 
It was pretty neat. I'll, I'll show well, you actually, I remember before we did the kickoff show in the summer, there was a company that reached out and wanted to do a drone show behind us over the ocean. Really? Yeah. So uh, I guess that's a thing now. Now we got to worry about UFOs and drone shows. Oh, that's cool, Jerry. That does look like a UFO. Bless you. Bless you so bless you so much, Jerry. Bless you. And now things are falling. Jerry's having a sneeze fit. Usually four. Four sneezes? Usually four. I only get the two, the classic two. Yeah, I go to I it used to be two, then that went to three, sometimes five now. Wow. Yeah, pretty well. But anyway, here's what's interesting. That's though. a good picture too. You're saying News Twelve ran this story, like what was that? Yes. All you had to do was Google it. Well, maybe maybe on the weekends they're short staffed. No one looked it up? I guess not. And that was actually the picture that you took was just like the picture I saw on News 12. Wow. Someone must have just freaked out and said, we got to go with this. Plus, UFOs are the hot topic. They are the hot topic right now. People love a good UFO. They are the hot topic. So I thought you would find that No, it's good. I even said to Kim yesterday, I'm like, people want this to be a thing. Like, for what? So they can come suck our brains and devour us? Like, As you were telling me the story that you looked up in the sky, I was like, in my head, I'm like, this is awesome because I saw this on News 12. So Jerry saw a UFO. Someone at News 12 should be fired. Do not advocate for the firing of the News 12 staff. My God. They ran with that and panicked people. They didn't do it in a panicky way. They did it in a very, they go, oh, and some mysterious lights in the sky over New Jersey. Just look it up. It. They weren't mysterious at all. That's what I mean by being fired. <laughs> my God. You want the research team that on that. That would be like us coming on this morning and being like, Hey, pretty mysterious. Zach Wilson started no uh, Aaron Rodgers yesterday. Mm, Really? Google it. Google it. Oh, my God. Where the heck is Aaron Rodgers? Do you think anybody went to that game in Dallas thinking Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback? Oh, yeah. You do, right? Oh, there's no doubt. Someone walked in and was like, where's Aaron Rodgers? Right. There's no question. 90,000 people... There by statistically, there have got to be some idiots there. Right. People who bought tickets early on just to be like in the mix. Yes. There are a lot of people. I love that stadium. I love going there. I love being there for games. But they're like any other city and any other team. There are plenty of people there that are just there because it's a Cowboy game on Sunday. Something to do. Yes. Is it something to be a part of, to feel like you're part of a crew, Jerry? Part of a part of a group. You're right. Exactly right. Hmm. That is true. This is a segment, Jerry, called... How often should I wash this? Okay. Okay, I made a list of items. Ball sack. <laughs> no, that's daily, Jerry. You got to wash your ball sack daily. <laughs> that was not on my list. But yeah, I made but... a list of some questionable items. Okay. One is on my body right now. I wear this CBS uh, jacket that I keep in my office. I never wash jackets. Yeah, that's that was my question. So I keep this in the office because yeah. it's cold in here. And I wear it between 6 and 10, and then right. I put it back in my office. What? How often am I expected to be washing this? I wouldn't. You wouldn't, right? No. It's not touching your skin. Correct. Now, if you spill coffee on it or something. Yeah, you got to wash it. Well, sure. But four hours a day and not even every day? No. It's a it's, jacket. It's got a full 20 hours to air itself out? No. I don't see the need to wash it at all unless it smells. Right. Otherwise, no. Right. I'm not sweating in it. No. It's not touching my armpits. I don't see a reason yeah. why you have to wash okay. it at all. All right. That's fair. How about this one? Um, a throw blanket on the couch. When you're watching TV, you put the blanket on. I will tell you, now, we have cats, so that could be why. Kim probably washes those at least twice a month. Okay. Maybe even three times, to maybe even weekly sometime. Maybe it actually might be weekly now that I think about it because she yeah. washed them yesterday too. But again, we have cats. That's a cat fur situation. So it's a little different. Now you have whimsy, so there is there is um, stuff in the air. Yeah, she doesn't lay on the couch or the blanket, but you're right. It does then there. But I would say I know Kim does it at least twice a month, maybe even weekly. I tend to wash mine when Gina goes. That smells well, she has a specific thing that she tells me it smells like. She goes, this smells like hot dogs. Ew. Yeah, that's what I say. Ew. How are you emitting hot dog stink in your condo? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. That sounds awful. Yeah. But when she says that, then I wash it. That sounds terrible. How about this? Every day um, after lunch, I take like a quick nap. Mm-hmm. You let out gas when you're sleeping. You don't realize it right on the blanket. 
Well, I do use that blanket on top of me, yes. but I also put my head on a pillow that's on the couch. Head sweat. How often should I be washing the the pillow case that's on the? Oh, I have no idea. On the couch. I don't know. Uh, I thirty don't know. minutes here, an hour here, thirty minutes Great here. Great question. I yeah. have to ask Kim out when she does the pillows at home. Yeah. I don't know. Would you, if you were a single guy living at home doing that, would you think to wash? No, it? probably not. Yeah, not pillows. Yeah, I did it um, recently when I looked, and it looked like it was like it was time. Yeah, <laughs> it was getting yellowy. Oh, okay. I was like, you know, because I have a bald head. Yes, I shaved my head. It still emits hair oil. Right. And then I'm just laying on that. Ew. Yeah. It's funny how ever since we moved into this house and we got this new washer. Like, I used to wash clothes all the time. Yeah. I have no issues washing dishes, clothes. I love washing dishes. I find it just very peaceful and kind of like painting. Just leave me alone and whatever. I don't mind washing clothes. But ever since we got this new washer, she's, like, so, like, protective of it. Oh, really? It's weird. It's like, all right, you do it all. Like, I don't mean to come across like I got to ask her, but she didn't let me touch the washing machine. Yeah, she wants to be in control. It's this new the high-tech, whatever. I'm like, that's fine. I so was she, just cold, cold, 60 minutes, put the stuff in, let's go. She just she wants does. to be in control of the laundry. That's her now, thing. Because that's for, the new machine. She loves it. That's her, uh, yes. What about this, Jerry? Dish towel. Um, I would think the dish towel, depending upon how often you use it. We don't use ours often, but I would think that's once a week. Once a week. Yeah, that's a Saturday morning, throw it in the, throw it in the wash. Yeah, I was at least once a week. Hmm. Not at least, once a week. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I throw most of my stuff in the dish washer. Okay. So I'm not using the towel all that yeah, much. Yeah, we don't use it that much either. But I'm doing it much less frequently than once a week. Okay. But that sounds more right. I only know it's once a week because when she puts the one in the in the washing machine, the other one comes out, and they're different colors. And I see those change often. What about the hand towel in the bathroom? That she changed. That she she washes a lot. Yeah, that is probably multiple times a week, probably twice. Wow. Yeah, I, I got to step my game up with that one. It's just you though. I know. Plus, my hands are completely clean when I'm rubbing I don't, them. See, you live alone. All this stuff isn't really. I don't have multiple people. Not as relevant. Yeah, not as relevant. We have friends, you know, kids. Our kids' friends coming over, parents stopping by, people. It's a little different. Than you just going out like I don't you know I don't get the sense you're entertaining very often. No, right. So, what are you worried about? Let me ask you this one, Jerry. Kitchen sponge. How often are you changing that out? I don't know. I, I couldn't even give you a guess. I don't know. I kind of feel like that's an eyeball test situation. Probably if it starts to look ratty, it's enough. Yeah, if it starts to look ratty, or if it's it starts to have an odor. Not to mention, she does. Kim will not wash dishes. She uses the dishwasher 100%. I will wash the dishes. Doesn't bother. So I'm the only one that really even uses it. Yeah, I'm one of those people that will wash, will wipe off a dish with the sponge prior to putting it in there. Yeah, yeah. But then there's certain things. Like I only have one good knife to cut my sweet potatoes. So I just wash that. Every- another one. <laughs> you cheap bastard. <laughs> I, just keep wa- I just keep washing that every night. The cutting board I wash every night. You have one knife. One good knife, one good sharp I mean, knife. You really took this living alone to the extreme. You have one dish, one knife, one glass. <laughs> I suppose I could do that. I could have two dishes, two glasses. Yeah, you think? How lonely your cupboards must look. Um, they're actually quite full, which is why I do use the dishwasher. I, I okay. throw them in there. Um, this is a weird one, though. Let me ask you this: In your bathroom, when you brush your teeth and you rinse. You rinsing paper cup or you have your reusable cup? Uh, paper cups, you throw them out. Paper cups. Yeah. I have a a glass in there. Okay. And I got to tell you. You have no idea the last time you washed it. I, I put it in the dishwasher yesterday. Okay. But it had, it had been a while. <laughs> like it was getting like um, toothpaste lip marks on wow. it. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. Disgusting. Well, you're like a Neanderthal. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Neanderthal man, Jerry. Yeah. And then what do you think I, how often do you think I should be washing a dog bed? Uh, I don't know. Twice a month? Twice a month. Yeah. I've kind of been doing it like when she vomits in it. Okay. Wow. 
or has have, diarrhea. Uh, she doesn't. She'll do diarrhea on a on a. I know, but her butt rug. still has diarrhea, Rembrandtson, and then she goes and sits with the thing. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Uh, yeah, gross. But if she, she when she throws up, she throws up in her bed. So throw up, clean it. Throw up, Fecal gets matter. Clean. She's yeah. fine. Like yeah, because I'm always thinking maybe that's like the hot dog smell. Maybe <laughs> right. Maybe it's not my blanket. <laughs> Because oftentimes I think like, hmm, this dog bed really needs a washing. You really, next time Gina does that, she grabs that blanket and goes, smells like hot dogs. Actually, we figured it out. It's really the fecal matter from, <laughs> from whimsy. <laughs> so no worries. It's not hot dogs. Don't worry. <laughs> right. I don't know why you would think such yeah. a thing. The hot dog's gross. Just feces. Because <laughs> there are times when I think like, hmm, I haven't washed this dog bed in a while. I'm like, and I know she's going to throw up when I clean it. So I just wait Well, that's like, why wash your car then? <laughs> It's going right. to get dirty again. Correct. <laughs> but you want to keep it clean. I suppose. You do. And it is nice when you wash the dog bed. Like, oh, it feels like a fresh. But you have to, like, uh, I don't know if you do this with your with your cats and their blankets and things. Do you vacuum it before you throw it in the wash? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, yes. right? The yes. Otherwise, the. Too much hair. Yeah, but you too much hair in the washing machine. Yeah. And even after doing that, vacuuming it and then you wash it and you dry it. Yeah. The lint catchers. It's full. all dog hair. Yeah, it's always full. It's Where crazy. is this going? I know. It goes to show what's in the air in your house. Yeah. You know, I was telling you that there's this African gray parrot that I watch on YouTube. Yep. Well, wow, he... that, that, that sentence sounded sad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. This is where I'm at, Jerry. I know. <laughs> I'm watching an African gray parrot on YouTube. Wow. But the guy who, uh, there's a couple who owns the parrot. And right. Does all so. their social media. <laughs> right. Really? I thought the parrot did it. <laughs> They're smart, but not that smart, Jerry. And he has an air filter in the house. Okay. And he goes, this is what it's like owning a, a bird. And he opened it up. It was just covered. He has to vacuum it out. Yeah. But you don't realize how much dander birds, dogs, cats, cats yeah. animals are breathing that in. I, I know. I know. Very true. Yeah. I don't have an air filter in my house. You? No, uh, but it's so funny you say that because I was going to get an air purifier. Is that a filter? That's what I mean. Yeah, air purifier. I'm getting one for the basement. You are. Because that's where I have this my office studio, whatever you want to call it. And I don't know if I don't, I don't feel great today. But my wife was was not feeling great over the weekend. So I don't know if it's the fact that she either gave me a cold, which I felt great when I went to bed last night. Or was it I was in the basement for like five hours yesterday, and the air was humid. It's usually very cool in the basement. It wasn't for some reason down there yesterday. So I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's my wife. I'm not sure. But I told him I got to get an air purifier. I texted her this morning. I got to rule out that. What brand are you thinking about? Uh, Dyson. But it's, oh. I think it's $800, but it's also supposed to be the best one. Another one I see a lot of people that have is uh, one called Air Doctor. Okay. That's about, I think, uh, 600 Okay, I'm going to save some money. Four to 600 depending on the size. You know, they, they tell you based yeah. on whatever, what room. For the room? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, I'm going to get on that this week. That's the one thing, too, about Amazon. You know it'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> I know I could go to Home Depot for sure. Yeah. But I could also just order from Amazon. I have to hump the thing into my car right. and it's let them deliver it to the front door. Correct. Sorry, Home Depot. Yeah. Or Lowe's. You're losing out. Target or Walmart. Yeah. Do you like this at Amazon taking returns almost everywhere? Like you could bring your Amazon packages to Whole Foods, Kohl's. You were tell you're the one who told me about yeah. Kohl's. That was the first one. Now I'm hearing commercials for Staples. Yeah, everywhere they have to. Yeah. Because if you're the store, you get people in your store at least. I mean, these stores are retailers are. I don't know. Like, I always wonder, as you see more and more of the big stores close, I mean, the fact that Bed Bath & Beyond is gone is, Crazy. is nuts to me. Because they sell a lot of products that you think you would want to go touch Look and at. see and feel and make yeah. sure it's... Like, what? Do we even have... Forget strip malls, because I think strip malls will be filled with entertainment and, and food options. Do you think shopping malls are even a thing six years from now? No. I don't think so either. Like, go to the Woodbridge Mall? No, I... Yeah. Like, they still have some good, like, Dick's Sporting Goods is still very popular at Woodbridge Mall. But you go walk the mall, it's dead. Yeah. Like, I don't know how anybody's making rent, let alone making money. Right. So it's it's a weird thing. The uh, online is killing it. 
and yet stores are now partnering up with the online to try and get people in their stores. Right, because I'm hearing the commercials for Staples, and I think this is ex- exactly what Kohl's did. It'd be like if you if you return your Amazon product there, they'll give you a like coupon. a 10% off coupon yeah. Yeah. to use at their store. Yep. It's and a good idea. And go buy some stuff. Yeah. That is very true. Kohl's, I think, gives you Kohl's cash. Kohl's cash. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if that's working. Well... I don't know, but I will tell you the Coles by me still seems to be in relatively good shape. Does that mean it's working? I don't know. They they decreased their hours after the pandemic or during, and they never increased them back. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that means it's working. If they're trying to keep payroll down, I'm not sure. What's really weird is if you buy like something online, not from Amazon, but like from some random mm-hmm. online place. Like when I was uh, trying out my jeans, Jerry, and I was buying jeans from everywhere. Yeah. Remember you obsessing about those? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. Yeah. I obsess over like if I was in the market for a, a air purifier, forget it. This whole afternoon would just be air purifier, air purifiers, YouTube videos. So it was, oh. But even stores like GameStop yeah. are taking returns from a long list of online retailers. Come on in. Come on in. That's it. Just get us, get and, them in. And you don't have to bring it in packaged or and anything. That to me is crazy. Yeah. Like you just hand hand them something. Yes. What the hell? Here's a pair of jeans. Right. With a piece of paper you printed that's got the barcode on it for the return. Right. Or you yeah. could even just show it on your phone. You don't have to print it. Even that. That's yeah. right. It's wild. Jerry, that's some wild stuff. Yeah, we're living in a wild time. Oh, we're sure. living in weird, wild times. All right, Jerry, yeah. let's do the warm-up show. All right. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow, and we've got two Monday Night Footballs to talk about, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Eh, eh. Not really. Okay. We'll mention them for sure. They'll get a mention. They'll get an oh, by the way. And if something wild happens, then we'll talk about it. We're going to break down the uh, Mets and Marlins tomorrow morning? We are not breaking down Mets and Marlins. Okay. We're going to find some fun stories. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Stuck about swinging splitter. Here's the standing ovation for the Rocket, Roger Clemens. One, two, three, go the Pirates. Jeter just came over to pound him on the back. The standing O continues. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. There we go, football Monday, a couple minutes after 5 o'clock, the Eddie Scuzzeri, what up? And across from me on a football Monday, as we say, some celebratory, some not so much. His name is Al Daniel Dukes, what's up? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, I didn't like that both the Giants and Jets were on at the same yeah, time. it sucked, I agree, it I agree, I agree. people that uh, are trying to watch both. I know most people are not. I know you're either mostly a Giant fan sure. or mostly a Jet fan, so you don't care about the other team. But if you're a football fan in New York, you want to watch both. Yes, and it was very difficult yeah. to, to to bounce around and trying to watch on that red zone. My head was spinning. And then I kept seeing the Washington Commanders. Like, why am I why, why am I seeing? I them? went with the two TVs. One had the Jets on, one had the Giants. All on. right. That uh, and when I say two TVs, one was a tablet, one was a TV. I went with the uh, red zone on the TV. Jet game on the tablet. Okay. And then at some point, once the Giants started making their comeback and the Jets were out of it, I was like, okay, let's just go red zone only here and see what's going on. Oh, interesting. I would have gone Giants only. Yeah, I don't, why, I don't know why I don't know why I did that. All right. Well, whatever. You got a good feel for what happened. I was just so sick of, like, 
football commercials all day. I just, I, just, I, I, I had it's to funny because the, the when the um, the Jets Cowboys because they took the extra break in the first half. Yeah, the fourth quarter was like commercial free. I mean, they had a couple of breaks, yeah. but not. They only had three instead of four, so it wasn't too bad in the fourth. But the game was over too, so why would you right, be watching? Exactly. Jerry, what what do you suppose Brian Dayball said to the Giants at halftime? First You're of all, all the, fired unless you wake the f up. Yeah, I mean, all we were hearing about in that first half was like the Giants have been outscored sixty to nothing. It was embarrassing. The last, the wor- the only team worse than that was uh, some team in the seventies. Yeah, who who gave up eighty points this before they was historically scored. bad. Yeah, and they looked so bad. Yeah, and then all of a sudden. Yeah, how does I don't Bing Bang Boom? You're pregnant. I don't. I don't really get how that happens. I tell you what, what. What impressed me was not that they came out in the third quarter and went right down the field. One big play, went right down the field in a few plays and scored. It's after Arizona comes back, right? Scores, gets the two point conversion. It's like, well, what the hell was that for? Then you're on. You're down twenty one, but they couldn't be stopped in the second half. It really was something. Yeah, they scored on every drive. It was uh, it was impressive, and also the fact that the Giant fans showed up in full force. It sounded like a Giant home game in that fourth quarter. Yeah, and Daniel Jones did make some really nice passes into the, tight tight windows, Jerry. It went window thrower. Window thrower. Got the ball down the field. He did. The touchdown pass to Isaiah Hodgins was, I mean, you couldn't have made a better throw with the defender all over him. Yeah, he made a lot, of, and, and Saquon made some great plays. Of course, he almost you know basically broke in half. On the on that one play that's gonna, I think, will have him out Thursday, but um, it was overall. I mean, I know you can't forget about it, but if you just look at that second half, that looked like an NFL football team that looked awesome. Correct, and better that they didn't come out uh, with a you know winning the game in the first half and look terrible in the second half and they hung looked, on. I agree. Yeah, but here's the problem: San Francisco, right? Yeah, no, this is what we talked about. But if this, like, this is the type of. Uh, Comeback win, Jerry, even though it was a terrible Cardinals team. But they they hung in there. They didn't quit. They scored a lot of points in the second half. This is the type of game that could get you rolling. Yeah. But steamroll. The shame right is into San Fran. You, you'd really like to go into San Francisco at full strength, and they're not going to be. I don't even know if Andrew Thomas plays Thursday night. He didn't play yesterday. I can't imagine Saquon Barkley is playing Thursday night after the way his body bent the wrong way and his ankle um, that's what they're saying. It is more tests today. So you're already going in a little shorthanded. The Niners are real. I mean, they are. And I, know, I was surprised the Rams actually put up a pretty good fight yesterday. Um, it's a tough spot. And then you're looking at games, you know, on the road in Miami, in Buffalo. It's that's the Those are the games right after San Fran? There might be one in between, but they're right there right after. I mean, they're in the first five weeks for sure, first five, six weeks. Let me look at this that is what I've schedule. talked about all summer long. Seahawks. So, right, which, how did they look yesterday in Detroit? Pretty good. Outstanding. Yeah. So you've got the Seahawks, then you got the Bills and the Patriots in Miami, and then uh, Buffalo, both on the road. I mean... That is why I really thought the first game against the Cowboys was so important. I thought if they could have gotten off to a 2-0 start, go 2-4 and four through 6 and you'll be okay. I'm not so sure that 2-4 and four wouldn't be bad at this point, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they were 1-5. and five. Yeah, and look at the it's, – it's weird to look at the NFC East with uh, three 2-0 and o teams. Sure. The Commanders, very surprising 2-0 uh, team. They looked good yesterday after they fell behind. You know, so much about the Giants here in New York – they were down twenty-one to three, and our our guy Gallo was crowing. Yeah, he's a uh, Broncos about fan. about the Broncos. Yeah, he's like, oh, look at it. And then it would next thing you know, they're losing. And here, one thing, and before we talk about more about the Giants and more about the Jets, I can't, I can't take the I I don't want to sit here and blame officiating for games, but can we call these games accurately, please? Two things from yesterday, and I'm sure there was more, but two I'm going to give you since you, we brought up the Broncos and the Commanders. Did you see the two point conversion try? I did after not. the Hail Mary. I saw the Hail Mary. So you get the Hail Mary, which was, I mean, that was fun. There's no question. Fun play. The ball bounces around. Great concentration. The receiver tips it to himself in the end zone. Holy crap. Chance to tie the game. The two-point try. The defender, and I don't know who's the analyst on this game. The defender grabs his left shoulder, pulls it back. I mean, and he's got his right arm wrapped around his waist. Nothing called. No flag. And the analyst on TV, oh, what a great play. Way to defend. Because he interfered with him. 
That wasn't a great play. They should have had another try. And then I'll give you this before. And I know we'll do the Jets and the Cowboys in a couple of minutes. Ooh, you but wrote I, this down, I wrote Jerry. this down as we were going because I didn't want to forget. The roughing the passer penalty on John Franklin Myers, which would have forced the Cowboys into a field goal, might be one of the worst roughing the passer penalties or late. I don't even know what the hell they called it. Horrific. Textbook tackle. Wasn't late. I don't know what else he's supposed to do. And then the pass interference on Brandon Eccles equally as bad. Uh, the whole thing. And then they call roughing on Michael Clemens later in the game. The, as good as they are, and I'll be the first person to tell you the officials got 95% of this stuff right. Boy, when they get it wrong, they suck. <laughs> really. I mean, if you're a, the Broncos didn't deserve to win. I'll make that clear. They did not. But they got ripped off on that two-point try, and the Jets probably weren't winning that game yesterday. But I'll tell you what, if you hold the Cowboys to three there, and as it turned out, not eight, that's a different game. And if Sauce Gardner picks off the ball and goes the other way, different game. But that those penalties, trash. Trash. So what is the deal with Saquon Barkley? Do they know yet? Um, MR, uh, X-rays were negative. They believe it's a sprained ankle. MRI today. For the severity. So they think it's uh, or hoping for a, a muff regular sprain <laughs> and not a high ankle sprain. Well, you That's better hope it's trouble. not. If it's a high ankle sprain, you might not see him until December. Oh, man. If I'm the Niners or whoever, I would just work the ankle, He's man. not playing Thursday. There's no way he's playing in this game. Give the ball to Brita and let's go. So are we giving the Giants any shot in this game? If let's say There's, there's always a shot, Al. There's let, always a let's shot. Let's say there's no Andrew Thomas. Let's say there's no uh, Saquon Barkley. Puncher's chance. Puncher's chance. Yeah, I don't think they're winning Thursday. Yeah. But, as you have said, you never know in the NFL. That's why they play the games. That's why they play the games is right. Maybe Brock Purdy sucks on Thursday night. Who knows? And maybe Daniel Jones throws for 400 yards, continues what he did in the second half Thursday. Why not? I don't know, Maybe Nick Bosa kills him. (laughs) Exactly. He snaps him in half. Right. Yeah, I was watching some of that Niners. That that Brock Purdy's got a lot of time to throw the football. Yeah, you know why? They're pretty good up front. He just sometimes he drops back there and he just stands still. <laughs> Reminds you of Brady. And just, yeah, and just Doesn't smoothly it? throws but, the ball out there. Think about Brady in his prime with New England. He would drop back and he would stand there flat footed and just survey the field. Yes. Where am I gonna go with yeah, this hmm. ball? <laughs> Where can I go? As opposed to some quarterbacks that are running for their life. What about this uh Jets historic defense, Jerry? It wasn't good yesterday. I mean, C.D. Lamb just tore them apart. Now, you didn't watch the game fully. If I asked you right now, how many minutes in a football game? On the playing field, 60 minutes, Jerry. How many minutes was the Cowboys' offense on the field yesterday? Out of 60 of the minutes? Yeah. They didn't play overtime, just 60 minutes. I'm going to say the Cowboys had the ball for 20 minutes. What? Hmm. And the Jets had it for 40? Oh, no. Out of 60 minutes? No, yes. that's what I mean. 40 minutes. For almost 43. The Jet offense was on the field for 17 minutes out of 60. It looked it. And not for nothing, but you can't allow the Cowboys, who most teams defer to the second half. The Cowboys are like, we want the ball. You gotta. I, you can't let them go. I wrote this down too, Al. They marched right down, Jerry. 12 plays, 75 yards, 6 minutes, 7 nothing Cowboys. 85 bear defense doesn't allow that. Like what? Right. You want to be historically great. Here are the Cowboy drives yesterday. Ready for this? 6 mil, 5 minutes and 51 seconds, the opening drive. In the second quarter, 14 plays, 645 ends up in a field goal. Still in the second quarter, 13 plays, 75 yards, 5 and a half minutes. Those are three drives in just the first half alone that took up 16, 17 minutes. Yeah, they, were, they were long drives, Jerry. And all I kept thinking of is the uh, the the Jet defense. And I don't know, like they – this could spiral on the Jets. Because already they were saying like, uh, oh, after the that. game, Brees Hall wasn't happy. He didn't get any carries. I do think in fairness. Four carries. I do think the Cowboy offense is one of the best in football. Like I don't think that this was just some run of the mill team they were playing. So you got to be if you're a Cowboy fan like you are, Jerry, you got to be liking the Cowboys' chances this year. Well, they got a great defense, and their offense is just humming along too. The offense and Dak was thirty-one of thirty-eight, didn't throw any picks, two touchdowns, and I will actually tell you, I don't think he played a great game. Should have been picked off by Sauce Gardner. Going down, for, it would have been a score. 
and he threw another one that could have been intercepted. Um, did make some good throws. Missed Jake Ferguson wide open in the end zone. They had to settle for three. So it's funny. The numbers say he was amazing. He was good. Could have been a lot better. They did kick a lot of field goals. Five for five. Five field goals. Damn. This could have been 42 to 10. Yes. I guess we give the Jets defense credit for that, maybe. Uh, they did not give up many touchdowns. They you could have given up five that. more touchdowns instead of uh, five field goals. Yes, we can do that. Man. Yeah. But they said, like, about Brees Hall was upset after the game. Uh, Dalvin Cook was upset after the game because they, they barely touched the football. Well, aside from Zach Wilson scrambling, the Jets ran the ball 11 times for 28 yards. But they were down. Like, that's like a, that. That to me is a tough one. It's the flow of the game. Once you get down by multiple scores, the run game's out the window. We want to start. You're down by. You're down by. Let's see. There. Let's say they were down here. I have the scores here. So if you're down at one point, see twenty-one ten in the third after Brandon Aubrey kicks a field goal. You're midway through the third quarter. You want to. You want to draw plays. What do you want to do? Draw plays. Yeah. I mean, Flea flickers. I don't know. It's it's kind of the way it goes in the NFL. Yeah, I don't know. Who do they, who are they Patriots this week for the Jets? Yes. If they don't win that game, then, then, I, shut then it down. I think you can say it might spiral. So if they lose to the Patriots, time to shut it down. The Patriots Correct. are 0-2. Yes. And not looking good either. Yeah. They lost uh, last night's Sunday, little Sunday night football, Jerry. Yes, and you had some... Uh, did you see what Tyree Kill had for the uh, Patriot fans? He was waving bye-bye to them. Okay. And then there was a reason for that. Those fans are, you know, some of the worst fans in the in, in the NFL, and, I, and I'm gonna stand on that, man, because they they are real nasty, and some of the things that they were saying wasn't, you know, I wouldn't say in church. So um, yeah, it felt great to uh, wave goodbye to the fans, and I'll do it again. Bye. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. <laughs> so two is now like six and zero oh against Bill Belichick. I think it was five and zero. Oh. Five and zero. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. It would be five. Five and zero. Oh. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. It feels weird this year, Jerry. You got the Bengals zero oh and two, and you, Joe Burrow tweaked the calf again. You got the Chargers zero oh and two. Mm, that's no surprise. Their head coach is a dunce, and what's his name has great stats but never wins. Justin Herbert. I'm so tired of hearing about how great Justin Herbert is. I've never seen a guy that's got more or more opportunities to win and doesn't than him. And then how about this, Jerry? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 2-0. Two 2-0. And oh. Two and oh. I, I feel good for Baker Mayfield. I have another surprise team. Oh, Falcons 2-0. Oh. Yeah, no, please. They suck. They're and not good. They're, yeah, they're 2-0. Oh. I, I, that game to me was more about the Packers not finishing. Like, oh, I'm a Packer fan. I'm furious this morning. All right, give me this one, Jerry. I'm going to give you three NFC teams you, that are currently 2-0. and You tell me who will finish best. Okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 2-0. and Falcons, 2-0. and Commanders, 2-0. and Tampa, only because I think Washington's good, too, but I think Washington's in a really difficult division. The Buccaneers have Baker Mayfield playing quarterback. They still have really... Um, skilled wide receiver like that's still a good team remember last year with Tom Brady they weren't good I really believe because they were injured all over the place it wasn't the team that won the Super Bowl the year before they seem like they're relatively healthy they look like a pretty good team to me yeah Mike Evans was looking good yesterday and Chris Godwin like Mm -hmm. that's a good team oh yeah so I would say I think Washington has a chance the problem is they got to play the Cowboys and Eagles and the Giants six times uh, but I'm going to take Tampa. Their division's not good. And you expect the Falcons to just go in not the tank at some point. Yeah, I know they won yesterday, and I know, they'll, but nah, no. Those hel- those red helmets are pretty cool. I figured you'd like that. Pretty cool. That is not a surprise. Yeah, I was looking nice. All right, we'll take a quick break. We are just getting started. We'll roll right along. It's a football Monday here on The Fan. we got Boomer and Gio at 6. Don't go away. All right, great to have you with us. Football Monday, 25 after 5. Before we get back to the NFL, real quick, a lot of warm-up show listeners out at Rutgers on Saturday where I did a show with Austin Johnson. Is that right? And uh, a lot of people very excited that when Al Dukes will be at the Rutgers-Michigan State game, people are That's right. almost incredulous 
that you are going to be out at a football game on a Saturday. Oh, I'll be out there, Jerry, and I'll be. Um, I got to get some Rutgers gear in the meantime, but I'm going to be showing up in my red and black. That's pretty good. Oh yeah, pretty good. So they're very excited about okay, that. Okay, good. Well, I look forward to that. Yeah. Until the day before, and I'll be like, oh. I figure that Friday you're going to be miserable. Yeah. That Saturday morning you'll be miserable, and yeah. then you'll wake up Sunday. That wasn't so bad. That wasn't terrible. Actually, they had a good time. They yeah. won on Saturday. They beat Virginia Tech. It was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. How'd How that, that show go? Uh, well, I, no problem. I was Spike showed up. Olivero was there. What? Pat Boyle got paid to basically go on a Ferris wheel. What the heck? It was yeah. It was it was pretty cool. We got oh, to, the nice. parade went right past us. It was very. It was actually very oh, cool. Look at that. Had Jerry. a good time. Had a good time. Good. Now last week after Aaron Rodgers went down, Jerry, and everyone thought the Jets season was over, there was this groundswell of Zach is back. We don't need. But you sung about it. Zach is back. Yeah, Zach is back. Remember, I have Zach's back. He has that. Uh, Brandon Tierney had Zach's back. Joe Beningo came on the air yes. and was like, eh, very positive about this team. Very positive. Will that die down this week? Or um, no? I th- no, I think next week is the test. Because even yeah. the hyped up, happy people still didn't expect them to go into Dallas. Correct. The the you know what's weird about this one yesterday is like I hate when you read the stat line. Zach Wilson was twelve of twenty seven, one hundred and seventy yards, and he threw three picks. Makes it sound like they lost thirty to ten because he threw three picks. Meantime, two of them were in garbage time at the end. Not really fair. They were down immediately in this game. Mike Micah Parsons killed him on the first or second play from the game uh, in the game. He was under Romo and Nance at one point did the thing in the fourth quarter after someone got, might have been Odigi Zua that got him, I forget who it was, that Zach Wilson, remember remember how um, amazing the Cowboy defense was on the Giants Sunday night? I do recall they gave up zero points. Well, zero points, and the uh, Daniel Jones was pressured on 62% of his dropbacks, and everybody was like, oh, my God, Like, how can you play like that? Well, with about five minutes to go in the fourth quarter, Zach Wilson, now he didn't drop back a lot, I understand, but there was 70% pressure on him. Like, that was the number. And we thought the 62% was crazy. So I don't know that I look at yesterday. He made one great throw to Garrett Wilson, who then broke free for a score. The defense didn't help them. I, I throw this one out the window. I think Sunday, if he doesn't play well and they don't play well and they don't beat the Patriots, then I think Brandon and Joe might rethink things. Correct. I'm with you on that one. But I also think that the hype train can't be going this week because of oh, I agree with that. the way they looked, right? I completely agree. Yeah. This is one... You didn't expect to win. You hope maybe they go in there and win. But the fact that this wasn't a close game in the fourth quarter it bothers you. I wonder what the Jet fan narrative will be this week. Because from me looking at it as a Jet fan, Jerry. Oh, boy. Jet fan, Buck fan, Cowboy fan, you know. Yeah. Um, I was disappointed in the Jets' defense. I agree. Right? Like that, that, that defense was supposed to go in and hold the Cowboy offense down and try and win a low-scoring game. And like we went over before, these drives that the Cowboys put together, and yes, some resulted in field goals, so you give them credit for bending and not breaking, but they still did score twice. They should have scored a third time, meaning touchdowns, and the Cowboys had the, they controlled that game. They had the ball up for 43 minutes. Right, and 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 going marching down on the very first drive, and you're giving Zach Wilson yes. the ball down 7 nothing. Correct. Here you go, kid. You're down 7 nothing. you're in Dallas. And allowing the Cowboys, with a raucous crowd already, to pin their ears back and get after him because they already have the lead. Like To me, he was set up to fail yesterday. Yeah, I was very with disappointed the way the game went. in the I agree. Jet defense. I, I agree. I think they tell so you the same thing. I think they would tell you the same thing. Like, they barely got after Dak Prescott. I mean, I don't feel like he was running for his life at all. CeeDee Lamb had 100 yards receiving at halftime. Maybe not quite as much, but you get the point. What do you have, 143 total? 11 catches for 143. Yeah. That's a huge number. Yes, and he's the guy you're supposed to stop. Right, and they didn't. And they didn't. And they didn't. Hmm. Did you see the pathetic giant uh, attempt of a tackle? I think it was McKinney when uh, Josh Dobbs ran in for his, I believe it was his second score. That one I didn't see. Oh, it it was a terrible attempt at a tackle. Is that where he was trying to strip the ball away? Uh, yeah, okay. I guess. Yeah, you're right. But I feel it like he, ba- I think I know. I know the play now. It looks bad. It. Yeah, it yeah. No, bad. that look. When you go for the strip and you don't get it, yeah, 
You look silly. Right. Especially, it made it look like the quarterback almost ran over you. Yeah. That's a bad I, And look. I told you Josh Dobbs would play well. Yeah, I don't understand how, but he did. He put the ball in some tight windows. Barry. He did. He didn't play badly. The problem for them was they were just, it was one of those where the momentum shifted and they just got steamrolled in the fourth quarter. Yes. They couldn't do anything Momentum shift. Oh, absolutely. I also liked, I was uh, watching some on the red zone, uh, Colts, Texans, you know, they kept popping up. I'm sorry to hear that. And that Anthony Richardson was looking good. Until he got concussed. <laughs> Until that. Right. Until he got concussed. Yeah. He was running all the way at, 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 I think they said two touchdowns in six minutes. He had two rushing touchdowns in six minutes and then bounced his head right off the carpet. And then, you know what that sure. means, too. If the Jets were ever looking for another backup, people were throwing the name out there of Gardner Minshew. Yes. Now he's going to start. Yeah. Because he just went right in there, Jerry. Gardner Minshew yeah. looks pretty good. That's a game that, um, yeah. That's a uh, red zone game. That's a, no, that's a, just tell me who won game, unless I bet on it, don't care. I was also surprised the um, Chiefs-Jaguar game wasn't as... Boring? Yeah, it was boring. <laughs> it was, how about, and this is so weird. So even like in a game like this, another note that I wrote. Oh, yeah, you got could, a lot of notes Could you tell that I worked yeah. yesterday? Yes, well, this is what we do. If you tell me that Trevor Lawrence throws for 216 yards, no interceptions, you're thinking, all right, they're doing pretty well. And then you tell me on, uh, on top of that, the, the Chiefs turned the ball over three times in the first half. You're thinking that the, the Jaguars must be up by three scores. And they don't even, they, they lose the game and score nine points. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, and then what what would you consider, Jerry, when they go, uh, this game was a shootout? What does the score have to be? Uh, I would give you a shootout. Let's see. I would say Seahawks-Lions was a shootout, 37-31. Okay, because that's what they were calling a shootout, and I wasn't sure if it was a shootout. Yeah, I would because it was back and forth. That was a fun game. That was a fun game. Jared Goff threw his first interception in 384 attempts. I also thought Geno Smith was was going to give that game away at the end. He took a... He took a sack that was so bad late in the game. Oh, when he was, he was running, running all instead of the throwing the ball yes. out of bounds, he runs back to like the ten yard line. I know it gets sacked. I know that was a bad one. I actually thought that was going to be the momentum turner, and that was going to uh, ruin the game for them. I would say that's probably the only shootout yesterday. I feel like a shootout has to be two teams in the forties. I was going to say in the thirties, but you want to say the forties? Yeah, I, I want to say the forties. That's fair enough. I'd be like a forty-two, forty-one. That's a shootout. Yeah. I thirty seven thirty one's pretty good though. Yeah, I in guess. the twenties, no. Right in the twenties, no. Not it's a shootout. Got to be in the thirty. I mean, the Bills put up thirty eight points, but that wasn't a shootout. They just blitzed the Raiders they and just clobbered them. Blowed out the Raiders. By the way, speaking of the Bills, did you see? You see Takeo Spikes. Remember him? Yes. Okay. Did you see what happened with him? I did see this. So I don't know what he did. Maybe coin toss. Whatever. He did something pregame. He was there as their guest. Whatever. He was a guest of the Bills. And then he posts on uh, on X. Congrats to the Bills for getting a dominant win in the home opener. Wish I could have stayed for the entire game, but seating accommodations were not the standard. How are you going to have the NFL legends supporting with this obstructed sample size of a view? Felt like I was in a timeout. (laughs) Now, he's in a suite, but he's in the corner of the end zone, and he's got, like, the upper deck hanging over him. Yeah, it was very weird how they would put a suite there. Strange. Yeah. I like that he called himself a legend. Well, he was pretty damn good. He's pretty good. How are you going to put out a legend out there? That's pretty funny. With some obstructive view seats. In timeout. In so. timeout. And here. he was their guest and was on the field and everything, too. That's right. So, When are we going to find out about this uh, Saquon Barkley MRI? <laughs> today. I would think late afternoon today. Why don't they? They don't. Is it an MRI machine that one that you have to zoom into? Yeah. They like, so they don't have these at stadiums. Some do. Some don't. We got to get those in all the stadiums, Jerry. I can't be waiting on an MRI. I want to know right away. You can tell me an x-ray right away. I want an MRI right away. Al, it's possible. I don't know this, but it's possible he had it already. Oh. And I know they said today, us? but if you if we found out later this afternoon they actually had the MRI last night before they got on the plane to Santa Clara but didn't want to say anything until I, the doctors reviewed it, I, okay, I, I don't know. I would say they're lying to us. Stop I, lying to us. I, I suppose that's possible. I don't like these players. Like, There's so many players already that are like injured. Like, dude, you got... 15 more weeks to go. Let's go. Go get a press pass and watch a game on the sideline. <laughs> I don't know how more guys aren't injured. I really don't. C.D. Lamb took a shot yesterday in the game where he went 
ass overhead, yes. and then his head and his neck and his shoulder hits the turf, and he pops right up. Uh, how? I know. I, I don't understand that because I saw that, and then I saw the Anthony Richardson one, which didn't look terrible at all. Well, the tool ones never looked that bad. Yeah. And that poor guy got concussed multiple times. But imagine, like, like you're Saquon Barkley. That don't impress <laughs> me <laughs> much. Yeah. You tell me this isn't going to bother him all year long? I don't know. Depends on how much is. time he gets off. You know, if he's off for the next two weeks to get back to 100%, then maybe not. If he forces it back quickly and he's not 100%, yeah, it might linger. And you don't – that's one thing with him. And he's 100%. He's a difference maker. If he's not, he's like anybody else. And that's not what you want. That is not what you want. But that looked – I actually was concerned that he – you know – the way his body bent and the way his leg bent the wrong way, my first thought was, is that ACL intact? Because you know, that was the injury. Like, ooh, that looked awful. And he was pissed on the sideline, I too. I don't blame him. He was slamming his helmet down. Think about all the <laughs> rehab and all the time to get back, and you're finally healthy, yep. and you're expecting to do – and they're in the midst of this great comeback, and then he's got to go watch the end of it from the bench. Right. And then you got this huge game on prime time on national TV Thursday night against the team that's – one of the favorite teams to win the Super Bowl, and you're probably not going to play. That's why it really is amazing. You said, you know, go get a press pass and watch a game on the sideline, see how hard these guys hit and how intense it is. A guy like Eli Manning, who was made of rubber bands. Never got hurt. Yeah. Never got hurt. And the other guys can't last a season. Yeah, Brett Favre all those years where he played. Very true. Yeah, and they're taking pops. And Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. And that's a guy who runs. He does run a lot. So pretty designed good. runs too. I don't uh, love yeah. the design runs, unless it's that move he did where he uh, scored where all the uh, Cardinals went the for the, for well, the fake about, run up the middle. And he and that's a great to point too. You could say thank you, thank you, Jerry. That's uh, no, a great point too. The fact that he scores that touchdown run to tie the game, and then there's a the penalty, right? Like that, and that would have been very easy for them to all of a sudden not get in the end zone. And the Cardinals could have saved the game, but still had the wherewithal. Next couple of plays right back in there. Yeah. I would just love, I need to know what uh, Brian Dayball said at the half. Well, let's ask him. Why don't you call him, get him on the I'll show today? I'll give him a call, Jerry. 537, more's to do's. We got Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. All right, quarter to six is what we would call a reaction Monday. And before we proceed, I would like to get the reaction uh, from Al on this. So I'm, I'm assuming that you're. You're in your condo. You're staring at the ocean on Saturday morning. Sun's coming up. You're enjoying that first cup of coffee. And you turn to the Twitter or to the X or to more, could be triple X, whatever you want to watch, or the New York Post or whatever you like to read on a Saturday morning. And you see this headline. I'd love to know what your reaction was in the moment. Aaron Rodgers to utilize the healing sounds of dolphin sex to help rehab his Achilles. Uh, I immediately clicked the headline, Jerry. And I was reading about this uh, dolphin therapy where the theory is they make some sort of noises when they when they have sex. Yeah. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And then that noise penetrates your injured body part and heals it. This is what we're to believe. <laughs> That's what we're to believe. All right. Like, what if we... Like, you want to get high, go get high. I don't care. I really don't. Live your life. But stop telling me that animals or mammals or fish or even humans making weird noises having yes. sex is going to help heal a ruptured Achilles. Right. He should put on one of those um, Oh my God. free porno sites and see if <laughs> people having sex making noises will heal his ankle. Just keep it right next to the TV, yeah. volume on, you know, nine. He lives by himself. Do what you want. Matter of fact, have it circulate throughout the house. Imagine if we find out that's true, though, and he's like comes back in week ten because he's like, mm, was, that's, he's that's- saying. I mean, you're hearing all these reports that he's doing some crazy therapy and had this new exploratory surgery that he's going to be back by the playoffs. First, like I get to the playoffs. Two, even if they get to the playoffs, doesn't it mean that they played really well? Correct. And he's just going to ride it on his white horse with no practice, no rehab, and say, give me the ball, coach. I'm ready to play. Yeah, I love that. Even when, like, a, a defense of, like, a linebacker or something, like a guy who's a star on a team, he goes out, and he's going to be out for, like, 12 weeks, and he's like, I'll be back for the playoffs. Like, no. <laughs> How about you're not? Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? We got to the playoffs without you. <laughs> we don't need you now. I tell you. 
They're, they said what they say, 8 to 10 months, and he's talking 12 to 16 weeks? Come yeah. on. He's saying he wants to be, he was on with Pat McAfee. says, uh, give me your doubts, Jerry. Give me your prognostications, and then watch what I do. That's I did watch. You ruptured your Achilles yeah. on the fourth play. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's the frequency, Jerry, of the noise from the dolphin lovemaking. He said lovemaking. Have you ever tried listening to dolphin lovemaking when you had your ailments? No. Yeah, when I had either. that bone bruise, I could have. So do you have to dip your ankle in the water? I have, Al, I don't Where know. the dolphins are making love, and then you, the sound that they're making goes through the water and into your ankle? I am all for alternative methods yeah. to heal. I am. This sounds like sheer stupidity. Come on. Well, here's the thing. If do the Jets do that uh that documentary series One Jet Drive? Do they do that all, all season, season? I believe. Yeah, I think so. Well, if you're going to do this, let's get the let's get somebody with uh one of those cameras camera? and get out get out there. I'd like to see if it helps. Imagine, Imagine he gets out and he's just running around on nah, his ankle. I wouldn't expect do, that. Do, 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 do. But what would be funny is if you saw him on the dock of a bay smoking ayahuasca. Yeah. With his injured foot in the water and you hear <laughs> that dolphins making love that's, that's dolphin sex right there <laughs> and all of a sudden then then he stands up and he's like rocky yeah with apollo creed in the ocean and starts sprinting towards florum park he goes i'm ready now that would be a story the dolphins the sounds and the frequencies of lovemaking dolphins have healed my <laughs> so stupid my ankle or my this ACL. This is one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. It's unbelievable. He's a lunatic. Yeah, and I don't mean a bad way. He's just he's nuts. Yeah, I like him, Jerry. I do too. But I he's love just the guy. these thoughts are just silly. That seems a little silly. That one. Come on. We got uh, two Monday night games tonight, Jerry. We've got Saints Panthers. Don't care about that one. That is just Do Loserville, not care. USA. And then uh, Browns Steelers, which we'll have on the fan. Oh, is that right? Correct. We didn't take the other one, the crap game. We took the good game. We're like, we're going to end up taking the good game instead because this first game is going to be total crap city. No, like Browns Steelers, good game tonight. Yeah, good game. I think so. That's in Pittsburgh. Okay. In case you were wondering, Jerry. No, I wasn't. Trying. I knew. I, I wrote Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Oh, you did. You said that. Yeah. Cleveland I did. at Pittsburgh. I didn't say it, but I wrote that down. Okay. I did have that. I was wondering why, like, yesterday's schedule seemed a little light. Did you? Um, well, because well, of, right, of the two games tonight, you missed one. I, missed one I didn't game. realize Mike Tomlin's son plays at Columbia. He plays football there? Yeah. There was what an article position? this weekend. Uh, I think a defensive back. I'm not 100% sure. But you had that. You also had Todd Bowles Jr. plays for Rutgers, which I didn't know until Saturday when I was at the game. And there's a Soybert on Rutgers, which I went to check if that's the son of Richie Soybert, who played for the Giants, or Seibert, Soybert, however you pronounce his name. And is it? Like I said, I'm not sure. I had to go check that. Oh, I thought you said you looked. But he looks like he's a, a lineman. That name is not, that's not Smith. But I thought that was kind of cool. And Eddie Scazzeri's son plays for the Dolphins. How about that? Who you knew? Didn't know. You didn't Who know knew? that. Yep. Did not know. Did not realize. See, that is the one thing. I always say I don't want to have children, Jerry, because they could become criminals. And then what? Yeah, most don't, though. They ruin your life. Right. But if I have a kid that plays college football at Columbia, that means he's smart. Yeah. And then can get into the NFL or do something smart with his life instead. That's the type of kid I would want, Jerry. Because that kid would take care of me when I get older. You would certainly think so. I would hope so. You would think. Did you see, did you happen to catch the, um, in the Lions-Seahawks game, uh, Geno Smith was complaining to a referee. Yeah, I have that audio, which we'll get to. All right. While the referee was uh, trying to explain the, the the penalty call to the people in the stands and the people watching on television. Yes. And he said to Geno Smith, um, I'm talking to America here. Excuse me. Yes, I did. Uh, I'm I thought speaking that was... to America. Don't interrupt me. I thought that was actually kind of. His name is Alex Kemp. Alex Kemp, the referee. Professional grounding. Offense number seven. It's a 10 yard penalty. I'm talking to America here. Excuse me. 10 yard penalty. And then he continues on. I'm talking to America here. That was funny. It was pretty good. Leave me alone. I'm speaking with America. Yeah. Are the Lions. 2-0 oh or 1-1? Or one one? I think well, they're 1-1. They, they, they lost to the Seahawks oh. in that game. <laughs> Why did that feel like a 
That felt like a Lions win to me. Because they played well and they just didn't finish. Oh. And the Seahawks did a nice job to come back and get that win. Oh, you're right. Shootout, Jerry. Yeah. The 37-31 overtime 37-31 game. 37-31 shootout. scored the game winner. Yes. From Gino. Gino, he doesn't blow. No. He's played well. Yeah, he's played well. He's played very well. I really thought he was going to blow it yesterday when we gotta, he took that long sack. We got a break. By the way, Hunter Soybert is the son of Richie Soybert, the former Giant. We got a break. Mm-hmm. Eddie's yelling at me. Uh, when we come back, we'll wrap it up. We've got uh, Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman at Amy Lawrence on the Giants. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Uh, about a minute or so left before we turn it over to Boomer and Geo. Big story you left off the uh, table so far. I was just uh, scrolling, Jerry, uh, through social media, and I can tell you that uh, Jet fans, you know, I was wondering, I go, are, are, is the love for Zach Wilson going to continue, Jerry, this right. week, even though, you know, he didn't do it? Yeah, the love for Zach Wilson. It was a lot of love for Zach Wilson last week. There was some, yes. I could tell you that uh, looking at the social media reaction to the game, no one's blaming Zach Wilson. No, the defense didn't do their job yesterday. Yeah, but he, he wasn't also, great. He right. was a part of this, but right. he wasn't the main reason they lost. But they love to. We we are here's where it would back on a redemption fault. story for Zach Wilson. If those three interceptions came in the first half, and the game got away from them because he threw the picks, but that's not what happened. So there you have it. But it's just like certain players. What's so funny. We just like let. Boomer's laughing at us. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm not laughing at you guys. You I'm just laughing. laughed. <laughs> I, 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 the way you just put that whole thing about Zach Wilson. I mean. Is that not true? Uh, if he yeah, goes yeah, three I, picks I, in the first half and they go down big, we're killing Zach Wilson today. That you're, game you're, was you're right. Over. You're right. I mean, yes. There, there is no way. They only ran 24 plays in the first half. They had the ball for 17 it. minutes exactly. for the game. Their defense could not get off the field. Correct. Exactly. 43 minutes to 17, not a recipe for success. Which was supposed to be, Jerry, historic. Historic defense. A historic greatest <laughs> defense of all time. It wasn't yesterday. 85 Bears. 85 Bears. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.